Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Welcome to the Raz Blitz podcast. I am your host, Matthew Bowie. Joining me today are my partners in crime, Reed Kishman and uh, Zach Robinson. Reed, how are you doing today? Uh, well, I was doing great until you completely botched that last name. Like, not even how, do, how do you it's say Cash, it? It's Cashmanian. Think Kardashian, but just tweak it a little bit. Okay. For the most All part. Right. Also, maybe second relatives. Not entirely <laughs> sure. And you'd be entitled to some money. Yeah, maybe. Uh, Zach, how you? Well, I mean, we know how you're doing um, as a <laughs> podcast producer, but how are you doing like outside of that? I don't want to talk about it. <laughs> so. We hopped on about 25 minutes ago. Okay, first uh, off, it was not 25 minutes ago. (laughs) Oh, yeah. It it was uh, 6.30 my time. Um, And Zach (sighs) decides to tell us that, as Reed can attest to, he sounded like he was underwater. Uh, He says, well, I broke my wireless headphones. It's like, Zach, how long have you known about this? Oh, about a half an hour. So he had to re-download everything on a different computer. Which takes dedication, so I give him props. Uh, he got the job done, so here we are. But uh, to, Zach, to answer your question, I'm doing great. I uh, so I have a class period in my day that is usually devoted to uh, our local, like our student-run newspaper. But I have been spending pretty much Monday through Friday researching this slate just to get a good grip on it and. No, I'm ready to. Uh, I'm ready to start this podcast, and my my voice is kind of messed up, but I'll still be able to deliver um, complicated uh, analysis that people cold, don't really cold care takes. about. Not Thank cold God. takes. I feel like it's just like over explained takes. I feel like that's Free- my thing. Freezing show. cold takes. Not freezing. <laughs> See, Zach, why why is your voice gone? Um, in truth, because I I was just doing a lot of yelling and screaming this week. And it just kind of damaged Why, my voice. Who were you yelling at? Uh, my my twin brother. What was he doing? It was we were just going at it. Just wow. just brotherly for, just for, just brotherly arguments regarding like you know stupid things like basketball. What were you get? What were you guys fighting about? Just. All right, this is looking like a good slate. Uh, let's hop right into it. <laughs> All uh, right, let's start. I mean, let, let's call it for what it is. You're really losing your voice. You're excited about Martellus Bennett re-signing yes. with the England Patriots. That is insane. Claimed and off waivers. It makes sense too, right? Because where has Dwayne Allen been? Like, I, I think. Well, he, I can, you want to know how many catches he has? Zero. The same two. for New England. The same many. The same amount as I. Yeah. Zero. Oh, yeah. I he. he I mean, it just makes sense that he's back in New England, um, Belichick has had a history of not really caring what has happened with like players and off the field issues, which I think he just didn't, I think he didn't just, I think that he just didn't tell Green Bay that he was injured. I don't know what the injury was, but now that he's back in New England, I'm not saying he'll go back to last year's Martellus Bennett, but 
I would say like he'll. De- I think he'll definitely be active in the playoffs. Wait, wait, wait! Do you really think that it was because of an undisclosed injury? That's why he didn't play. That's why he got cut. I mean, why do you? Why do you think it is? Because he sucks. No, if I'm Martellus Bennett, why do I go to Green Bay for Aaron Rodgers, who's no longer there, and and who's who's no longer playing this year? Yeah, and that team sucks. And it's not like Martellus Bennett's some like young chicken. He's not some like young buck playing in the league. He's probably looking for I don't know titles, looking for a deep playoff run, and you're not getting that in Green Bay this year. And if you have the mentality of I don't want to be here anymore, well, Green Bay is going to look for a way to get about retiring. But he he was also interested in going to Green Bay for the money too. Like that's what he said because that's him and both him and Chris Long left to just make more money because they they both went to New England to get the ring. And then they left just to pursue money. And like, why would why would he come back to New England? Because he realized that he already has money. And might as well get another ring. Well, New England claimed him off waivers. So it wasn't yeah, so much. Correct. Yeah. Yeah, I got so, you. I mean, Vontae Davis. I'm sure he could have played for the rest of the season, but he's opting to have groin surgery and. Uh, you know, the Colts cut him. I mean, why would Vontae Davis, one of the best corners in the league, uh, play the rest of the season? Well, used to be, I guess, a couple years ago. He's still a good corner. Yeah. And Indy sucks. Yeah, exactly. So, that's, what I'm, that's what I was um, getting at. Is what why is, uh, and speaking of NFL news, what, do you, what are your guys' uh, opinions over Ezekiel Elliott? Uh, of, again, like, you got to play the Piper at some point. You gotta pay the piper at some point. I like, was this was going to happen. Yeah, I was fearful of this from the beginning because, like, it kept on getting pushed back, and I, I was thinking to myself, we'll get to a point where not only will he be suspended, he'll be suspended for a lot of people in their playoff runs, and that's mm-hmm. exactly what happened. Like, I can guarantee you, if you talk to every single Ezekiel Elliott fantasy owner, they would much rather him be out the first six games compared to now. Well, um, people know what they were getting into with the discount price, so I don't feel sorry for anyone. I mean, exactly. how much of a discount was it, though? It was like three rounds. Really? Yeah. Uh, initially, yeah. I guess later in August when it looked like he was going to play the beginning of the season, I guess he was a second-round pick or, you know, late first. But yeah. yeah, you knew what you were getting into. Yeah, that's true. I And... You know, and in terms of the fantasy impact to this, I mean, I think you're much better off like going for like a Devontae Booker or David Johnson lottery pick because I don't know like, how much of an impact Alfred Morris or Ron Actually, Smith. I like Ra- I like Rod Smith. I mean, I, Rod uh... Smith is good, but how much uh, how much better is he in terms of like a fantasy lottery ticket than David Johnson or? Well, like... David Johnson isn't playing the rest. No, of he. I mean, he could. He he really could, especially it's probably not going to. Though. No, but if yeah, this is all. I think this is based on tonight's game. Um, if they win, um, if we get to watch it, yeah, if they win versus uh Seattle, they're they're in the thick of things, like for wild cards, wild card spot. So they're not they're not going to beat Seattle though. They're not I, they're not winning this game against Seattle. I mean, no, stranger things have happened on Thursday night football. That's all I've got to say about that. All right, well, let's get into the Sunday slate since uh, this will probably come out Friday morning, I believe, um, unless Zach further screws it up. Um, so, uh, 
I'm just kidding, bud. No, you're not. Uh, Shut up. You're not going to screw it up. I, I know you'll pull through this. <laughs> uh, Jets versus Buccaneers. Um, we have <laughs> the two quarterbacks um, playing against their former teams, uh, Josh McCown playing against the Buccaneers and Brian Fitzpatrick playing against the New York Jets. I mean, I guess Josh McCown's played for pretty much every team in the NFL almost. Um, huh? <laughs> so... Uh, what do we make of this? I I like Robbie Anderson a lot this week. Who else do you who do you like on the Jets side of the ball? Read. I like uh, Bilal Powell. I like the Jets running backs this week. This is interest. This is sort of an odd matchup to me because at no point am I going to sit here and be like the Jets should be two and a half point favorites on the road. I know that the Tampa is without Jameis Winston. I know they're without Mike Evans. I still probably Brent Grimes too and Brent Grimes. I still cannot buy into the idea of the Jets going on the road and being a favorite. Uh, it's not this whole, like, yeah, the Jets beat my Bills last week on Thursday Night Football. It is not like a homerism. It is just a, this Jets team, I do not believe, I think this could be, it. I think Tampa's probably going to win this game. It's going to be mm-hmm. Fitzmagic. I hope this is the This is the typical Ryan Fitzpatrick mo he's gonna wow you with some actually decent play at times when you're expecting the worst the jets looked way better on thursday night than they actually are because the bills looked way worse than they actually are on thursday night last thursday i don't like for the for the jets yeah i expect it to be a higher scoring game to be honest, I know the line's only at 43. The line's at 43 and a half. It's up from 41 where it opened. I'm still leading Tampa. I would take Tampa plus the two and a half, but I think there'll, there's going to be a lot of Jets players, I think, doing very well. Robbie Anderson, especially. All right, Zach, uh, what's the rumblings down in uh, the Tampa Bay area? Uh, how, yeah. how, are folks, how are folks feeling about this week? I mean, no one's really talking about Tampa. They're pretty much hopping onto the bandwagon of University of Miami football. Oh, God, really? I Classic. Mean, because if you think about it, like half of the city in Tampa is either FSU, UF, or anyone else. And like both of those teams suck. So now it's like everyone's like UM. The U. Oh, gosh. But, no, I'm actually, I think I'm, you know, I think I'm actually going to this game as of now. Um, So I'll let you guys know what I think. I think it's like $7. I mean, no, but maybe, you know, definitely in the <laughs> later weeks. Um, I, I think Reed makes a lot of good points here. Um, But at the same time, I, I just, I really don't like Tampa Bay's pass defense. Um, they currently rank 31st um, in the NFL in that uh, and so I like McCown. I love Robbie Anderson, like you guys both said. I don't mind Matt Forte. Um, and then also, too, I think we're forgetting the biggest revenge game is Austin Safarian Jenkins. Clearly. Yeah. How could, we, how could we forget that problem? So. <laughs> I mean. How could we possibly forget that one? I mean, I don't, I don't know if I, I think I'm missing something here. Uh, but... Oh no, that was heavy sarcasm. Yeah, I'm, like, <laughs> yeah, but it's not it's not as good of a storyline as oh, it is like Ryan Fitzpatrick uh-huh. playing against the Jets. No, it's I think not, it's an even bigger storyline. Zach, have you seen the DUI video? Yeah, but still, like <laughs> he, like him and Dirk Cutter, like ended his tenure in Tampa like so horribly. Yeah, because he's an idiot. <laughs> yes, but he's still out there. But I mean, he doesn't believe that. 
Like, he's probably, I don't know. But, you know, I like ASJ. And then, you know, this New York Jets defensive line came to play against Buffalo last Thursday. I can't trust Doug Martin because it doesn't really seem like this this Bucks uh, defense is motivated, like, at all. There's nobody on t- uh, there's reports coming out all week that they've completely given up. That's why I'll never bet on any of their spreads. I don't see as Fitz Magic just being this all this catalyst to all of a sudden people or people caring. I mean, got Miko Grimes talking all sorts of shit Jeez. the last couple weeks. She's I mean, so shocker. I it's just not gonna. I I think it's gonna be Jets by ten. I I do too. All right, Bills Saints. We'll start with you, Reed, with the Bills. Good How points. do uh, the future AFC wildcard uh, Buffalo Bills turn around? Um, well, the good news is they had 10 whole days to prepare for this. They're at home where they are 4-0, and I believe they're 4-0 against the spread as well, if I'm remembering that right. Yes, at home. Um, this team – oh, no. They're 3-0-1 against the spread because they were a three-point favorite against Tampa, and they won by three. Um, the Honestly, it all comes down to health. Uh, last week on Thursday night, I think we saw Zay Jones finally get over the early season yips he had, uh, the rookie struggles. problem is that he got cheap shot tripped by... Buster Scrine, I believe it was, mm-hmm. a route, and that was really just gross and disgusting. He messed up his knee, although they're claiming it's an ankle injury, which, okay, sure. <laughs> uh, way to go, injury report. Um, the Bills, it's going to be a lot of Shady McCoy, and I think Kelvin Benjamin is going to see a ton of action. The interesting thing, though, and on everyone's waiver wires, Charles Clay is probably still out there because everyone forgets about Charles Clay, including probably both of you. Charles uh, no, Clay, people forget that I'm playing Charles Clay against Zach this week. Charles Clay was like a top three tight end when he was healthy to start the season. And even dating back to week, I think it was 15 of last year, he was a top five tight end in fantasy. And fantasy tight ends have been really tough this year mm-hmm. to work with. I'm I'm definitely starting him. I think the Saints defense, Marshawn Lattimore, pretty much who do you cover? Like this is I guess this is the issue of having that one shutdown corner that everyone's afraid of. That's great you have that. But if the other team doesn't really have a number one wideout that you need to shut down, does it I don't mean to sound like crude, but does it matter that you have that number one shutdown corner? Like does the linebacking core of New Orleans uh like strike fear in anybody? No, not really. I think Buffalo's gonna be pissed. Richie Incognito's gonna go out in the tailgate and smash some tables before as a warm up for this one. I expect Buffalo to win, even though they're a three point dog at home, which I really can't believe that that's a thing. Um, but New Orleans, Alvin Kamara is gonna eat. Mark Ingram's probably gonna eat. I don't. I'm not sure about the it's gonna I could see Ted Ginn Jr. having a seventy yard touchdown reception in this game because he should be lining up on the other side of where Tredavious White is. But 
and this it's going to be like 40 degrees and windy and cold in buffalo so not really drew Brees weather not and also drew Brees has never thrown a touchdown pass in buffalo little uh fact has he ever has he ever played there he's had two games there zero (laughs) touchdown passes okay uh zach what do you think of the new orleans offense yeah no so i think um buffalo is definitely more vulnerable um on the ground than they are in the secondary um so I think it's a good game for Ingram and Kamara. Everyone, I think everyone overreacted to last week's game a little bit with Kamara going off, but Ingram, you know, didn't really appear to have the same production. Um, the split was pretty even between the two backs. Um, so I think just moving forward, Ingram and Kamara are both RB1s, um, especially against, you know, matchups such as these. Uh, in terms of this game overall, um, I when th- when this line first came out I wanted to message read in all caps and say why is this game not only why is New Orleans the favorite and why is this game like 46 and a half because I think the idea is that both New Orleans and Buffalo both have fantastic defenses which they do just like an extent but it's weird so according to Sharp Football Stats which is a site that I just love for everyone should go check out them so New Orleans is a reverse funnel defense, which means that they're really good against the pass, but they funnel all of their production to the run. So I love LaShawn McCoy this week. But here's an interesting fact, though. So New Orleans ranks fourth. <clears throat> sorry. New Orleans ranks fourth um, in pass efficiency on defense, as in, you know, they're the fourth best against the pass. But in terms of explosive passes, which are just passing plays that, you know, are 15 yards or more, they rank 31st out of 32, right? And they're really susceptible to the big plays. And I think Reed made a great point. If this is the week for Calvin Benjamin to just be very, very productive, this is it. Because, you know, I don't think that he'll draw Marshawn Lattimore. You know, if we're talking about any receiver, I think Zay Jones will probably be covered by Lattimore, especially. Well, he won't be on the field, buddy. If he's if he's I on mean, the field, if he start, if he starts. Because were you thinking about Jordan Matthews? Jordan Matthews or Jones, because you know Jones lines up on the left hand side, right, Reed, and that's where Lattimore's pretty. Yes. That's where Lattimore like operates. So if they keep Lattimore to that side of the field, I think it's going to be Matthews or Jones. Kelvin Benjamin should draw. I think Ken Crawley, who is not doing the greatest, you know, just compared to you know his teammates. You know, just because New Orleans is really susceptible to like these big plays, you know, I could definitely see Kelvin Benjamin just, you know, go long and just chuck it his way and, you know, like just like a, you know, like a 50 yard touchdown pass. I think that's definitely reasonable. But you're starting the usual guys on uh, New Orleans. All right. Um, Stick with you, Zach. I want to get your thoughts on Keenan Allen versus, um... oh, God, I forgot his name. Why did this happen right there? Jalen Ramsey. Thank you. Thank you. It always happens right in the middle of a podcast. I forget the most obvious name. (laughs) Yeah. Um, Keenan Allen versus Jalen Ramsey. uh, Chargers versus Jaguars. Do you think that Keenan Allen is the kind of wide receiver who can uh, exploit uh, Ramsey a little bit because of um, his speed and route running? Well, I I don't think Allen's going to draw Ramsey or Bouye, right? Because Allen's in the slot. So... Oh, right. So, <clears throat> sorry. You don't think uh, he'll follow him? No, I don't think so. 
especially because you have like the deep play threats of Tyrell and Travis Benjamin. Is this going to oh. be a game though, where we're going to enjoy, where we're really going to appreciate the fragility of life, watching Philip Rivers run for his life in the pocket from the the <laughs> Jags the Jags uh, defensive line, throwing Phillip, his helmet, yelling oh at my, everyone. Yeah, when Philip Rivers is on the run, uh, running away from a pass rush, it is honestly it makes me really appreciate how fragile life is because he looks so <laughs> helpless back there, and this. This is weird because Jacksonville has been the Dr. Jekyll, Mr. Hyde, like on a, like to a T. What the, when they're good one week, just bet the house against them the next week. When they're bad one week, you bet the house on them the next week. And you'd be like money so far. That's it true. got a little bit skewed because before last week was a buy, so you could, didn't know. Good so they reset. So they reset. They had a really good week last week. Good yeah, job. I, 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 I uh, teased the Bengals last week. It was a bad decision. I don't understand why everyone was betting on the Bengals. Yeah, I don't get that either. It, well, I teased them, so they had 12 points. I didn't think the Jaguars were going to score many points. That's why I figured all the Bengals had to do was cover 12. Yeah, Yeah, but that team's not covered. That team, ugh. You know, Anyways, yeah, but Joe um, Mixon. In terms of this game, um, I like Fournette. I think Gordon has, you know, Melvin Gordon has a good matchup, but I would stay away from these passing attacks. All right, Reed. Um, Rams and Texans. I, this is, if Deshaun Watts was here, this would be like such this an would be amazing a great, game. This would be a great game. We talked about this while uh, Zach was having uh, microphone issues. So it was somewhere in our like hour and 25 minute discussion. Yeah. Oh my God. Um, uh, <laughs> Honestly, the Rams are an 11-point favorite. I have no idea how Houston keeps this within 25. <laughs> uh, this should be – like, I would love to play the Rams. Houston is one – Tom Savage is still quarterbacking. Just – no, just garbage. And two <laughs> – He did have a bit of a fourth quarter last week. Against Indy. And <laughs> they still true. won. This is true. At and home. one was a, a miraculous uh, DeAndre Hopkins catch in the end zone. Yes. The problem is they're on the road and the Rams are good. So they're not at home against a bad indie team. This is a little bit different. I think the Rams are going to blow them out of the water. Houston's defense is pretty trash since everyone's hurt. I like. I don't see how Houston even remains competitive in this game. I think I think Lamar Miller still gets play because they're just going to run it and event, like he's got to get some yards. Like you're still playing him, but so you're thinking how, a big Todd Gurley day. I'm thinking a massive oh my god, time. yeah. I'm also thinking a good uh, like I think I'm playing both Robert Woods and Cooper Cup this week. Mm-hmm. I don't know if I trust Sammy Watkins just I do. because. Oh, you do this week. I do. Go on, go for it, Zach. Oh yeah. no, tell us. So, again, this is just analytics. So you know, I could be way off here, but the Houston defense is like really like prone to big plays, um, just deep in the middle of the field, which is where Watkins really operates. It's him and Woods, so I understand why like Woods is obviously the play. But I think their goal coming out of the bye week was to get Watkins more involved, which is why they you know they found him on that huge play. They traded for Watkins. They're gonna they're gonna need to use him more often. I don't think they're gonna move away from him now. 
like not that they were you know not trying to go to him in previous weeks you know when he was struggling but I really do believe that moving forward they're now especially against especially against Houston you know the yeah you're totally right Reed there's no way that uh, Los Angeles doesn't lose by or doesn't win by at least 25 like and so I, I just think that they're going to try to get this Watkins clear, involved this clearly means Houston's going to cover it, it yeah, really cool. does but I want to <laughs> ask you guys I want to I want to say two things first um, this is like the best game script for Todd Gurley maybe in his career um, oh yeah so Gurley's obviously like the nuts play what what's the what are the odds that um, Savage gets benched for whoever, like as in whoever the third string is. Oh, it's very possible. I think it's very possible to happen mid second quarter. Like it, I think uh, T.J. Get... Yates is going to be active, isn't he? Let me check. I I think so. Like I'm telling you, if he can't do it against, yeah. Oh, that's hilarious. T.J. Yates is also getting first team reps. It's oh happening. my gosh! I don't know if that's like a prop somewhere, Reed, but you've got to bet that prop that that uh. TJ Yates gets a snap. Yeah, that he does. Def- <laughs> he's definitely starting at some point in this game. Um, um I, I guess I have it. one question: Are you worried about Sammy Watkins? I guess my only reservation is he. You know, we talked about how he had that big game last week. He had one catch, and it was a seventy-six yard touchdown. He only had yeah. It's a beautiful like, catch, though. It was a beautiful catch, but are we worried that he only had the one catch? Because I don't think his targets were very high either. He might have had three yeah. that entire game. Yeah, no, you make a good point. Um, I I just think that last week was... Yeah, because last week I feel like that they were up by a lot so early that they just gave Gurley the ball for like the entire second half. And that That's might happen what's going to happen this week, yeah, too. Yeah, so, no, you make a good point, but I think the matchup is good enough to where I think you're fine even with three targets because you know one of them is going to be on, like, a big touchdown play because just purely based off of the matchup and, like, how good this offense is. Oh, boy. All right. But, no, um, you, make a, you make a good point, Reed. You make a good point. All right. Uh, Reed, I'll throw it to you for the Vikings-Redskins. Um so the Vikings are on the road. Uh, this is probably their first road. No, they played on the road in London, but they started off with like five of their first games at were at home. Five of their first seven games were at home. Um, what do you think of the Vikings defense on the road? Uh, do you think it'll be able to hold up against Kirk Cousins and, um, you know, Jordan Reed, if he plays Vernon Davis, uh, Josh Doxson? Yeah, I think they hold up much better. I think they fare much better against Washington than, say, Seattle does. Mm -hmm. Um, And I know Washington only had 17 points in that game, and it was in Seattle, but I think the corners for Minnesota are better. I think the defensive line and Everson Everson Griffith is much better on the edge. I think Washington is still banged up. It was almost a miracle win that they had at Seattle, I think. And yeah. I'm not, and I'm not, I'm not sold on Washington's offense with Jordan Reed, who is just never going to be healthy again in his career. Well, I mean, even the even, um... but look, I feel like every every time I do an uh, injury write up, the ambulance chasers, which is coming out tomorrow morning, everybody, or I guess Friday morning, I feel like every time I do that, it's just a matter of 
oh, Jordan Reed back on the injury report. Like, cool. Like, every week I should just have, here's your Jordan Reed weekly update. Still here. <laughs> still, still questionable to play. Still comes out for two quarters a game because he's hurt, but still finds a way to battle through so that everyone feels guilty and not playing him. Or once you're like, you know what? I'm done. I'm not doing it. I'm not playing Jordan Reed. He'll get like 80 yards and two touchdowns off of seven catches. It's like, well, where'd that come from? It's every week with him. It's pretty standard operating. Um, I think Minnesota's defense travels really well this week. I, the totals at 42, which is pretty low, although it's not the lowest total this week. Actually, there's a, there's a lot of games that are supposed to be lower scoring. But bet a lot of overs. Well, are you really going to be betting on the Giants and the 49ers? There's a uh, this week um, is depends what? how much I'm up for the day. <laughs> um, what's the low? Juan, the lowest total is ah Green Bay at Chicago. Oh God. <laughs> There's a yeah. It's going to be a lot the of totals, defensive battles this week. The total is 38 in that game. Do we? Oh my God. How many points is Green Bay scoring on the road? Seven. Nine. <laughs> can I Against go with the Bears? Nine. Can I go with five? I think they get a safety <laughs> and a field goal, and that's it. Because like Tariq that. Cohen runs backwards. Yeah, or Trubisky throws the ball backwards because that's about <laughs> that's about where the Bears' offense is right now. But like I, <laughs> Jordan Howard will have Jordan Howard's gonna have like 150 yards rushing that game. Oh, definitely. And he he on he and Tariq Cohen carries. are. He and Tariq Cohen are going to be the entire offense for them. The Bears will probably get over 200 yards rushing and under 120 yards passing. I'll, I'll tell you this about this about this game. If there was one week where John Fox looks at this game and says, <clears throat> or just looks at Trubisky and says, okay, you can throw it wild like one week, it's this week against Green Bay. Agreed, but is that actually going to happen? Probably not. They're just going to run the ball the entire game. <laughs> Zach, Zach just wanted to read off his sick tweet from today. Yep. Did I tweet I, about I that remember. today? Yes, you did. I remember reading that. Oh, it wasn't today, though. You guys are both wrong. It was like yesterday. No, it was, oh, whatever. The days are blunt. At, follow me at Razball underscore Zach. If there was any week for Chicago to let Trubisky throw it more than he would otherwise, it would be this week against an awful Packers secondary. Oh, also, shout out to you guys, fake friends, saying that you read it but you didn't like it. That's embarrassing. We got to like all your tweets. No. But Seriously? Just, what is this, Instagram? Come on. Yeah. <laughs> Reed doesn't even follow me. <laughs> I don't. Oh, yeah. yeah, probably not. <laughs> oh, shit. No, I, okay. Hold on. Don't worry. <laughs> changed okay no you're fine <laughs> okay although i did give Ru- oh shout out to rudy by the way oh um, i see so yes. following i thought that was going at the top of the podcast yeah but then zach screwed everything up oh god wait what <laughs> happened wait what are we talking about so yeah shout out to our boy rudy gamble um oh yeah finished first on fantasy pros this week in the Boom. weekly rankings first out of 160 some i'm pretty sure and he finished second last week so Guys, like, we're heading down the stretch here. Uh, the weeks are starting to become more and more important. So check out the subscriptions. Um, the projections are going really well, obviously. I mean, the results speak for themselves. So, yeah, uh, check out Rudy Gamble. And um, we have a discounted price for the rest of the season. Um, 
I'm sure it can do nothing to hurt you. It can only help you win a championship. So, uh, yeah, check it out. Uh, football.rasball.com and then go to the tools page. All right, back to it. Uh, Reed, um, Falcons and Cowboys. Okay, so we talked about this before. Um, Did we? Jerry Jones, yes. We oh, talked yeah. About yes, this, is a, this isn't a team game. I forget the game itself. The owners are battling each other. In fact, Jerry Jones is threatening to sue Arthur Blank for misleading the other owners on the state of Roger Goodell's contract extension. And Arthur Blank is suing Jerry Jones back for misleading the other owners. And in the letter from the competition committee, which Arthur Blank is the chairman, to Jerry Jones, he notes that in any suit in which an owner sues the NFL, the owner who's making the suit or filing the suit has to pay both sides legal fees. As pretty much a way of what are you doing, you idiot? You're going to lose right. and you're gonna you're just gonna be losing money. So back to the game itself. I'll be honest, that owner battle is probably more interesting than this game, in my mind. Um the game itself the game itself, Zeke Elliott finally serving his suspension. As I said a couple weeks ago, you should have traded him, gotten max value on it, because now he's just going to be hurting people. You're not getting to the he's championship be, without him. And he's going right. to be out through week six, week fifteen. So right, like you're lo- like you would you're going to be losing in your playoff matchups because that's who you were relying on. It's like it's going to hurt, and you probably should have moved him for anything. Like I should have moved Jordy Nelson as soon as I saw Aaron Rodgers get hurt. Anyways, um, back to this game. I think Dallas is going to have to throw a lot. This line went from fifty three down to forty nine. Although Atlanta's still a three-point favorite, I think Atlanta's going to win this one. They're in. They're at home. Dallas's defense still doesn't scare me at all. Dez has an um, ankle. Dez has an ankle problem. He's still probable. He's probably going to play. Yeah, um, but how effective is he going to be? Terrence Williams was also banged up at the end of the game too. He should still be able to go. Cole Beasley had concussion problems, but he's back. Julio's probably going to play. Devonta Freeman's going to dress. I do expect Atlanta to do work this game. I'm surprised it's only a three-point game. I think Dak is going to have a good game as well, though, throwing the ball. All right, um, Zach, let's talk about your Patriots Sunday night football against the Broncos. Um, where where did the Patriots offense attack this Broncos defense? I honestly, <clears throat> sorry again for everyone that's listening, my voice is just awful this week but um i think if i think on the ground um you know they're they're coming off the bye they've studied this defense um i think the patriots are going to be up early and uh and by a lot in this in this one just based off of the the offensive play of the broncos right now like brock osweiler just is brock osweiler um so if the if the Patriots are going to control the clock, which I think that they will, um, I would I would assume that it's going to be through Deion Lewis. So I like Lewis. Um, <clears throat> I also like Devontae Booker too in this one. Um, Here, before you get to the Broncos side of the ball, uh, sure. what do you think of Rex Burkhead this week? Uh, no. <laughs> you don't think with the. <laughs> You don't think with Chris Hogan out um, and, you know, kind of the health 
status of the receivers, you don't think that Burkhead can be a good PPR play? Nope. Um, okay. I'll, I'll tell you why. I'll tell you why instead of just saying no. Um, we've well, that'd seen... be nice. This is a podcast. <laughs> I mean, I, honestly, I appreciate just the blunt no. Just <laughs> yeah, that, straight that, to the point. That no was definitely for Reed. Um, I think the best receiver uh, for the Pats this week is definitely going to be Gronk. Um, obviously, you know, last week we saw Alshon Jeffrey tear up the secondary, but the defense was bad on Denver for a couple of reasons, but the biggest reason was because um, Philadelphia just had short fields to work with because Denver kept turning the ball over. I don't think that New that um, I don't think that they're going to be that bad this this week, um, just because I think New England's defense is a whole lot worse than Philadelphia's defense. Um, but you know, Denver is obviously very prone to big plays from the tight end position. Gronk is you know another week healthier. Brandon Cooks is another week healthier. I think the best players in this game are going to be Cooks, Brady, uh, Lewis, and Gronk. I, I, you know, Hogan isn't officially ruled out, but he hasn't really practiced all week. Um, I don't like Amendola, and I don't like anyone else on this pat side of the ball. And then, like I said before, I think the if Denver's going to win this game, I think they know that they're going to have to run the ball and just not let Brock Osweiler throw it. And I think Devontae Booker is, like, a really good sneaky play. Well, it sounds like, uh, I mean, C.J. Anderson it was sick today. But it sounds like he's still going to suit up against uh, the Patriots he's, on Sunday. He's just been so ineffective. And it's because teams are stacking eight or nine in the box against well, him sure. because they can't fucking throw the ball. Well, sure. But uh, the Pats give up a ton of yards on the ground. I think it's actually going to be a good C.J. Anderson week. And no, I think the Broncos are going to be a little bit more competitive on Sunday night. Yeah, I, I think so too. But, you know, heading into this year, we thought it was going to be a split backfield between Booker and CJ and we Oh no we didn't. You thought CJ Anderson was a top ten running back. Well, no, I, I thought told CJ you he was trash. No, I Uh-oh. thought CJ hold on. Hold on here. Um I thought CJ was going to be great when Booker went down though. Because Booker suffered an injury in training camp. You had him ranked in your top fifty. Well because of because of Booker. Because Booker went down. No, because Booker – no, Matthew, listen to me. It's because Devontae Booker went down with an injury, and so, like, by default, I'm looking at this backfield and I'm thinking to myself, okay, again, hindsight's twenty twenty. but I thought to myself, okay, this offense is probably going to be better than they were last year. Jamal Charles is, like, what, 50? So I think it's going to be <laughs> C.J. Anderson. But, but – Then who you know, told you the that start, he was ass, bro? Yeah, but come on, dude. Um – but but he's ass, bro. Yeah, I like I know that he is. But had it, like at the you beginning of the summer, at the beginning of the summer, I it was pretty close between Booker and Anderson, and I really do believe that this coaching staff favors Booker way more than they do Anderson. Oh uh, yeah, I can agree with that. So that's uh, that's my I think moving forward, Devontae Booker is a great like sleeper stash for the playoffs, and this week I think he could have a really nice game against a terrible. Uh, run defense of the uh, Boston Patriots. The Boston, Boston, the Boston. Patriots. Uh, Bree, do you want to talk us through this game at all, or do you want to move on to the Monday night game? I'm going to be honest. This game has no interest in me whatsoever. I'm going to start James White, because I know he's going to do probably seven catches for 67 yards, 
and a touchdown probably. And to that, it. Yeah, and that's pretty much all I need out of him this week. Um, with Kareem Hunt on a bye, uh, that game I will not be watching that Sunday night game. I'd rather watch the CFL games because we got the Edmonton Eskimos traveling to the Winnipeg Blue Bombers. Totals fifty six. That's on. what I'd I'd rather watch that. Anyways, the Monday you night are game, super close to Canada though. Yep, the Monday night game we have Miami at Carolina. Carolina is nine point favorite. Totals forty. I don't know how Miami scores. Luke Keekley's back. Carolina's defense oh, looks great. Looks so good. Yeah, their defense is completely different when he's on the field. I have no idea how Miami's plans on scoring. Um, Damian Williams, is that the running back? Did I get Damian that right? Williams and Kenyon Drake. Yeah, okay. Damian Williams, I think, looked like the better back uh, really? for Miami. I disagree. I think, well, we can't disagree. That is something that we are allowed to do. Wasn't Kenny okay. Drake the one who had the fumble? Yeah, I mean, yeah. <laughs> even Adrian Peterson fumbled in his prime. That's true, <laughs> dude. That's that's so, bad analysis, Matt. That <laughs> is bad analysis. I'm no, sorry. honestly, that's perfect. I, I, it's just a straight. It's just straight fire. I love it. Um, I think Carolina. I, this is going to be Christian McCaffrey is going to put up a James White 2.0 stat line. He's going to get. He's going to have at least seven catches or something stupid. He's going to be touching the ball a ton. Um, I'm still not touching Jonathan Stewart because I don't know how anyone could start him at this point. It's just so it's bad. It's just so bad. They the only running back is a is a scat back in McCaffrey. Um, Why don't they play Cameron Artis Payne? I mean, he's not horrible, but he's not. I mean, Stewart's better than Cap. You the problem so? is that team, that team so. needs to draft. That the problem is Carolina needs to draft like an actual every down running back to like run the ball in between the tackles. Ooh, are we talking Saquon just, Barkley? The they won't make they it. Just, they Saquon just, won't make it to Saquon's them. Saquon's not going to make it past like pick three in that yeah. draft. He's going to be. The, he's going to be going to Tampa. And that the, was, and that was talking the 2018 draft presented by Rasball. Yeah. Just a little, yeah. just a little teaser to what we're gonna have this off season. I can't wait. I like, I legitimately can't wait for that because I had so much fun last off season. This is gonna be a good. More one. podcasts. How do you do articles? that as a Patriots fan? Get excited about the off season with like the draft. You guys never have picks. They're no, never no. exciting. And then when yeah. you do have picks, they're never. They like don't normally pan out. Grocery, so I don't, they're like white grocery boy wide receivers from yeah, Iowa. Yeah, I don't understand how you're getting so jazzed up about it. No, like if, I, as a Bills fan, I'm no, at this point in the season, I'm normally like, "Fuck yeah, let's look ahead to the draft." But even me, I'm like, uh, "Let's see how the rest of the season plays out." I'm sort of looking forward to the second half of the season. Like Patriots, how do you get excited about the off season and the draft? Like, I am, not, and also, doesn't that mean Brady's another year older? Don't <laughs> remind me. No, if you He's think a- about it, I know you guys are different, but from the time that I was born, I've only witnessed the Patriots under Tom Brady. So I don't know what it's like to be with the Patriots oh, without Tom Brady. Like, you know, because I was born in 2000, I can't right? Wait. I can't wait. I can't wait for you to have to experience oh, the that. sadness. Because, because before Brady, it was so much fun watching teams play against the Patriots. Yeah, but then by the time the Patriots are bad, the Celtics are going to be winning championships every year. I can get a good call. I can get over. I can get over the Celtics being good. It's what about Zach being happy though? 
Well, that's another story. We're going to have to revisit that at another time. No, so <laughs> so for the draft itself, as a Pats fan, I'm not, like, super stoked. Like, As a Pats fan. As a Patriots fan. Shut up, Matt. As as a as a Pats fan, um, <clears throat> I'm not excited for the draft. But as a writer, quote unquote writer for uh, Razball, I like producing. A grinder. I like producing content with uh, Matt. Like Matt and I, I know people you know may think to themselves, but Zach just told Matt to shut up. Um, no, but Matt Matt's we're, definitely we're, we're pals. Definitely buddy, best friend numero uno. Um, so, you know, I had a lot of fun over the off season with, uh, just with everyone just talking about the draft. So it's definitely yeah, a it's fun good time. time. Good time. All right. Um, I think that wraps us up for the evening because we are 13 minutes into the Thursday night game and I want to see Doug Baldwin put up some points. Uh, and those jerseys. That doesn't... Fucking color rush, baby. Color Ooh, rush. Color rush. Color rush. <laughs> All right, uh, where can we find you on Twitter, Reed? Uh, I'm at ReedCash17, R-E-I-D-K-A-S-H-1-7, potentially related to a Kardashian. Potentially. Potentially. Uh, You guys can follow me on Twitter at Razball underscore Zach, and my bold prediction for this week is that Devontae Freeman's going to be the number one running back in all formats. That is a bold take. All right. We, you can find me at Razball underscore MB. Not that any of you care, because no, you follow me anyway. Dude, you've got like, you, dude, you've got like what five, like nine hundred followers. No, it's like four fifty. Oh uh, well, I've got like two. So. <laughs> All right, guys. We'll catch you next week. Thanks. Peace. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry. Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.